Welcome to Diamond Niners Weekly for Week 4 of the 2023 season. I'm Nick, as always, joined by Kevin. What's up, Niner Nation? Producer Brad. Hey, hey. And to be joined later by Coach Woody. Yeah, folks, we're doing things a little differently this week. Uh, sometimes life gets in the way, right? Um, some changes to the schedule. Uh, Coach Woody did the Niners Live radio show on Monday during our normal time slot, which we were very excited about baseball getting a little more mainstream there and, and, and being on uh the, uh, the regular weekly coaches show the athletic department produces. So that was awesome to have Woody along with coach Chastain on the radio. Um, that meant that we had to move our broadcast. It's now Thursday. We're recording it. Obviously the Niners played Wednesday night last night, which is norm, not normally the case usually playing on Tuesday. So that threw coach Woody's game prep off. So we're all just the, the, the schedule is, is all kind of wacky this week. So what that means is we're obviously not recording on Monday. We're recording on Thursday. We're also not live. All right. So we're recording this on Thursday evening. We're going to drop it for you on Friday morning. Um, and we're, we're going to get, we're, we're going to kind of go through some things, talk about it. And um, coach Woody has graciously agreed to hop in with us to talk about the upcoming weekend here in a little bit. So we've got a good show for you tonight. It's just a little bit different than normal, but being able to adapt and adjust is just a bit. It's, it's a part of succeeding in life. Am I right, Kevin? That's right. You got to adapt and overcome. Whose motto is that? That's right. That's right. So that's what we're doing here at Diamond Niners Weekly um, is just working with what we've got. So let's start with a recap of this week's events. Kevin, why don't you get us started um, and with uh, with the UNC Asheville game from a week ago Tuesday? Yeah, so last Tuesday, uh, first midweek at the Hayes, uh, Charlotte hosted UNC Asheville. Um, Kind of a back-and-forth game for a little bit, but uh, uh, the Niners uh, pulled away. Cam Fisher had a huge day, a double, two homers. Stalin with a homer, Butch with a double, Dante DeFranco with a double. Actually, Butch had two doubles. Uh, I'm sorry. So, uh, a, lot of, a lot of guys contributing. Uh, on the mound, we had uh, a lot of guys contributing as well. I think, uh, let's see who got the win on that one. Uh, Spoiler got the win, so... Um, his first win as a Niner on, on Tuesday night. And I believe we do have uh, one of our nominees for play of the week was the Cam Fisher home run to uh, dead center field he hit on Tuesday night. Today, that's the opening two series as Fisher gets a hold of that one. All Burnett could do is watch that one go back. And Cam Fisher, are you serious? Another home run. Breaking. Add two more to the total. 49ers 13. My UNC goodness, Kevin. Asheville that eight. man hits baseballs. That was dead center. Yeah, that ball smoked. Uh, as soon as he hit it, I knew that was leaving the yard. Even if it was going to the deepest part of the field, you, you knew that one was out of here. So uh, th there's there's one nominee for play of the week from from Cam Fisher um, just absolutely drilled a ball to, to center field. I wonder I didn't see any track man data on that. Maybe we need to get with Doc B 
and try to get some track man data. But the Niners go on to win that game uh, 13 to 13 to eight. Uh, including that blast from Cam. Uh, moving on to this weekend, um, got a chance to go up to Virginia Tech. Um, I, my daughter and I went up, and Friday was one of the coldest baseball games I have ever been a part of. Now, the coldest series I've ever been a part of, Kevin, is still at State from last year at the Hayes. Okay, that was just a whole weekend of frigid baseball. But Friday at Virginia Tech was not only cold, um, it was it, it started off misty, turned really into rain. I mean, it was just a it was just a nasty day to be playing baseball. Um, the Niners end up dropping uh, a game in extra innings, 13 to 11, a, a game that the Niners led and then didn't lead and then led and then didn't lead and then tied several times, <laughs> including to get it to extra innings, uh, went to extra innings at 11-11 and then won, uh, lost the game um, on a walk-off from Canizaro from Virginia Tech, who is just absolutely shredding college baseball right now. Um, I, I, he, I think every time, he, every time I looked up at Canizaro's average, uh, it said he was hitting like 524, but it felt like 824. Um, you're just absolutely having a monster season so far, but we did have, uh, and in that we, there was obviously you score 11 runs. We had a lot of offense, but our nominee for play of the week is actually a defensive play here, uh, made by, uh, JD Suarez producer, Brad, you got that clip for us. And close to 800 is this is a liner up the middle and it's snared picked up by the second baseman. Wessner's got it, and the second out retired in the bottom of the eighth inning. What a play. That ball's on nose there, up the middle. Canizaro thinks he's got another base hit, gets that runner aboard before. The yeah, Canizaro got a lot of hits last weekend, but he didn't get that one. That's right. Uh, <laughs> even if the announcer thought it was Eli, uh, J.D. Suarez making a fantastic grab right there. Um Unfortunately, Niners come up on on losing in there. A game they had their chances. We're seeing that seeing that a lot. Um, it, that uh, the Niners are are in games. They got a chance there. Um, just another one where the bounces didn't go their way. But um, when that game was over, I was so glad. I have never been so glad in my life to head back to the hotel and and just thaw out. Yeah, it looked pretty miserable watching on TV as well. I mean, not your uh, not your uh, typical uh baseball weather type game so no uh, but it, it was february so right well march early march in, in, in Blacksburg. It, it felt very january uh yeah. i'll say kevin but um yeah anyway tough right. tough tough way to play baseball tough way to end the game that's right uh going on to saturday much better weather um you got you got to see this game but the rest of us didn't because um Virginia Tech was unable to uh, find a TV crew to televise the game on yeah. Saturday for some reason. Apparently, seventeen million dollars a year per school in media rights from the ACC is not enough to make that happen. But man, whatever. Yeah, they need they need more money, I guess. Um, but anyway, uh, followed along uh, with Joe Templin on the radio, and uh, Niners another close game, kind of back and forth. Niners lost six three. Um, Austin Knight hit, hit another homer. Two ribbies on the day. Caden Hobson with a ribby. 
uh, Colin Kramer, Cam Hansen, they both pitched well for us. Um, just what just could get the breaks far away and then and, and lost another close to six three. Um, we did not have any video highlights for this game because there was no video. Um, so I'm going to send it back to you, Nick, for, for Sunday's uh, recap. I will tell you that, that there were there were some some um, some interesting plays there. Um, Butch hit a ball uh, on on Saturday to the moon um, that was called foul, and I think it was foul. And Trackman said it was foul. Uh, they odd thing. Um, they were they were reviewing they reviewed plays on Saturday and there was no video so I'm not sure what they were reviewing that's <laughs> that's a technical question that I don't have an answer for but they kept well, going and I think they just wanted to get a drink or something I don't know I, I maybe well, maybe there's there are some fixed cameras there so maybe they had something they were looking at I don't know well that's funny you say that because Sunday the camera was very bad at times so they didn't even have the play on video I don't think so I don't know how they reviewed some of those plays that they reviewed on Sunday because. I don't think they had an angle at all. Yeah. Some of that. That's yeah. neither here nor there, but go ahead. Yeah. Nick. I'm sorry. No, the track man data on that Butch Homer that was, was ruled foul. It was not foul by much. I think it was foul, but uh, I think track man said it was 440 feet. Uh, just down the left field lines. Absolutely murdered a baseball. So anyway, on to Sunday, Sunday was the best day weather wise. Um, and, uh, and not so great baseball wise. Uh, Niners take the loss 12, uh, four, um, I, I, there was, there, there was a play of the week nominee here and a highlight and something encouraging for Niner fans. We have been waiting and anticipating the return of Jake Cunningham. Now Jake's not back in center field yet, but Jake's getting some ABs and Jake got his first home run of the season. Producer Brad, I think we have one, one. Swung on, lifted high into the air, out into deep right center. Hurley at the wall, it's gone. Just like that with a swing of the bat, Charlotte right back into this thing. A three-run shot, and it's seven to three. The Virginia Tech lead cut down to four. We knew Charlotte was dangerous. We saw this kind of offense out of both teams on Friday. There might be you in the video there, Nick. Um... Maybe I, I might be in there somewhere. Um, but yeah, Jake broke out the magic stick and uh, just pounded a ball out there to, to right center field. Um, so good stuff. Um, not a bad trip. I mean, baseball, I got the, the results wise, not a bad trip uh, up, up to Blacksburg. Friday's weather was not great. Saturday was better and Sunday was the best. Glad to get back. Um, I will say a few notes about their about their baseball park. Um, they have some really cool um, fan amenities and viewing options. Uh, a terraced hill down the left field line uh, that, that a lot of students take advantage of. They have this covered terrace down the right field line that is a membership type of thing uh, where you can sit under an, a covered awning with fans blowing on you and, and, and have a table and chairs um, kind of thing. So, um as far as their ballpark, and it's not that old, uh, they've spent some money. Maybe that's where they spent the TV money um, on on that ballpark. And honestly, there are some cool viewing options for fans there. So they've they've done a good job with with the baseball park itself. Really cool team. We were talking about the 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 gear options at Clemson as far as them having ways for fans to buy gear in the park in the baseball stadium there. Um, at Virginia Tech, they've got a, a an enclosed store with the door and everything that you like walk in and walk around inside. 
at the baseball stadium. So um, they got some cool stuff. Um, much, you know, I always love seeing other people's, you know, facilities and see what they have. And they've, it's, it, it, they did a good job. So um, kudos to them on, on their park. Um, just was glad to get out of Blacksburg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And not a, not a long drive for you. So that's good. Um, uh, we, we mentioned the plays of the week. We put them out there early in the week on Twitter um, and had a poll for you guys to vote on them. Uh, the results came in last night um, and JD's play versus Virginia Tech on the, uh, I guess it was a Friday game, won by uh, a vote of 45.7%, um, just ahead of Cam's Homer, uh, who got 40% of the vote. So JD, they didn't get his name right on the broadcast, but we got his name right today. Got plenty of love from us, so there you go, JD. Great play. Congrats on winning our second ever play of the week vote. Yeah, so that was that was pretty pretty slick, uh, pretty slick glove work there from from JD. Um, robbing Canazaro of a hit like he needed anymore, right? He's yeah, he's got not, he's got enough. So not, not many one. people, not many people are gonna take hits away, but he did. Yeah. Yeah, so awesome, great job, JD. Um, since we are doing this on Thursday night, um, we're, 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 this is this would technically be a part of next week's show, next week's uh, uh, discussion. But uh, we did get a chance to go to uh, uh, Atrium Health Ballpark in Kannapolis last night. Um, that is the uh, the home of the Kannapolis Cannonballers, uh, not too far from from where uh, I live or where Kevin lives. And uh, another back and forth affair we saw, Kevin. Um, that uh, the the weather was not as warm as I would have liked it to have been, especially by the end of the game. But another back and forth affair we saw. Uh, Cam hit another home run. Cam's just on a tear. Um, we saw Butch get in on the action. Hit a hit a shot out there to the berm in left field. He's the uh, I, I guess Cam, Cam, I'm sorry, Butch is probably, I think I'm saying this right. He's the first person to hit a home run in that ballpark. And right now he's also the last person to hit a home run in that ballpark. Do I have that right? No, unfortunately that's not right. Um, oh, that's right. Because that was, that he tied was it at nine. He tied it at nine. And, uh, but he does have at least two bombs in that stadium and he, yeah. he has the first, so no one's going to take that away from him. Yeah, Canapolis cannot hold Will Butcher. So not many places, go. not many places can hold Will Butcher. No. So no. Uh, good to see Butch get on the action. That was a big, a big hit, big jack right there because it tied the game up at nine, like you said. Uh, so yeah, the next home run was in UNC Wilmington's favor, and that that produced the final score. But um, yeah, tough, tough, tough night. Uh, that's our the first time we've lost in that ballpark. Um, so. You know, it is what it is. Speaking of fan amenities, uh, we, we got a chance to be uh, in the dugout suite last night. Um, thanks to uh, Harvey Brown and Zach Hill and Emily Hill and, and that crew, uh, we were able to uh, check out the dugout suite, which is a really unique fan amenity um, at, uh, at that ballpark. We were practically sitting in the dugout. I mean, just right there. Um, we were on the field level. Uh, honestly, Kevin, uh, I know you didn't get a chance to go out there last night, but I'm, I'm going to give you my feedback on it, all right? I think that the next time you have the opportunity to go down there and watch a game from the dugout suite, I think you should do it. However, I'm probably not going to go with you. 
Um, it was great. It was a fun experience. Um, save the result, but I just, it, it's, I, I don't know if that's necessarily for me. <laughs> that's all right. Well, I heard, uh, Zach, I heard Zach did have a good time and, uh, took advantage, full advantage of that experience. So, um, pretty cool, unique. I uh, wish I could have made it out there last night with you guys. It sounds like you had a good time, uh, minus the result, but um, there's always next time, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I loved it. It was fantastic, but it's kind of those things like you do it, and it's like, okay, I, I think I needed that experience, right? You don't turn that down, but um, I think I think I need to be a little further from the action going forward. <laughs> I think, no, what, what it is, you need to be further from the umpire. That's what it is. There are definitely some people, uh, my wife actually needs to be further from the umpire, but that's another story for another day. Uh, probably not going to tell that one on air. So, all right, let's move on here. We've got, I know Kevin, Kevin's laughing because he knows the story. Um, if, if you want to know that story, find me at the Hayes this weekend and I'll tell you, I'll tell you in person. Um, before we, we we're going to we'll bring something else in front of you guys. Um, you know, this is a little bit different from us, but there is something we wanted to talk about. Um, people ask us uh, all the time, whether it's it's me or Kevin or producer Brad, they ask us why, you know, why do you guys do what you do? And uh, there's a couple of simple answers for that. Um, one, you have to have a passion, right? And we're obviously three guys that are passionate about the Niners and Niner baseball in particular. Uh, but two, there was a, a void there. Uh, way back when, I guess 2012, um, really before, but I think we started the Twitter account in 2012, Kevin did, um, that we felt there was a void in the marketplace that there, that, that, you know, sort of basketball and football were going to get the attention that, that it needed, but baseball really deserved more, uh, more attention and, and, and more, uh, coverage than it was getting. So, uh, we just decided rather than sit at home on our keyboards and complain about something that we would, uh, just do something about it. And that's kind of where diamond Niner report came from. Well, these two guys here, this this is one campus company we wanted to, to tell you guys about. Um, Nick and Joel are two alums, just like us, uh, that saw a niche, saw a need for something, um, and decided to provide it. Uh, anybody that's been following the Niners for any amount of time uh, knows that gear, uh, buying 49er merchandise can be, well, it can be problematic. It can be frustrating. It can be difficult. Um, these guys decided to step in and try to do something about it. They have a unique concept. Um, in order to keep uh, to keep prices in check and to make it doable uh, from a business perspective, uh, they have a website where you can order and customize gear. Uh, they have different logos. You can put different logos on different uh, different items. Um, and what they do is they have a window of time that is opened up. And there is a window open right now, and it's open until March 24th. Uh, the reason that we have gotten so excited, I mean, anyway, buy Niner gear. You don't ever have to twist my arm or Kevin's arm or Brad's arm to buy Niner gear. But they've gone even a step further now and are doing specific baseball gear. They've also added softball. Um, in fact, the, the gear – this this not Charlotte baseball Nike hoodie that I'm wearing and 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 Kevin's shirt there that he's wearing, um, are products of theirs. We have have purchased those. They're 
they're not, we're just customers <laughs> and, we, and, and we are happy to spend our money with them because we want to see them be successful and, and, and be able to continue to do this. Uh, and we're telling you about them because we believe in what they're doing and just want you to be able to, to participate in this. In fact, I had, I had another item of theirs on that. I just got a, a jacket on at last night's game um, and, and had several people. Heck, if you saw, if you, if uh, at the first pitch dinner, I had a, a custom shirt, these guys made me a custom shirt to wear with my green jacket for the first pitch dinner. Everything they do is quality. Um, if you want to check them out at onecampusco.com, um, they've got, regular Charlotte gear. They've now got Charlotte baseball gear. And just this time they've added Charlotte softball gear, which we're going to be spreading some word about that as well. But you go on, you place your order when the deadline comes, which is March 24th. Uh, then they produce the items and ship it to you. So um, I'm as pleased as I can be with the stuff I ordered this time. Uh, if you want some Charlotte baseball gear, Go check these these guys out, and this like just like us, just alums with a passion, trying to trying to fill a void. Uh, Nick and Joel are doing that as well. And Kevin, I, I I know I know you were jacked up about the stuff. You you ordered some stuff for the whole family. I know you were you were really excited about that as well. Right? Yeah, uh, got the order in this week. I think the opening weekend was the first order. Um, they they took some orders, and then of course uh, got got one on everything just about. Um, Got a jersey. Still, uh, the jerseys took a little bit longer. They, they're they're doing a replica cream jersey with the C, which looks looks really sharp. Got one for my son. Um, can't wait to see that one. Um, you'll probably see him rocking it at the Hayes uh, whenever that comes in. So, uh, looking forward to to placing another order uh, in the near future. And yeah. I got one of those. I got one of those jackets also. Um, it was actually a Christmas present before the baseball stuff came out from my wife. But she decided to wait and add the baseball to it. So I got a Christmas present in 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 March. So it was great. Yeah, producer Brad, can you can you bring that back up? Is that is that a doable thing? Anybody just downloading the audio for the podcast? Click on one of those. Uh, they're going to be like, "What is going on right now?" See if you can click on uh, go in that baseball catalog. And just like grab one of those t-shirts. Yeah. Now see on the over on the left hand side, you can try out the different logos. See the pictures over there? Yeah, just click on those. See like there's different designs. This is what I was talking about. When you can like you pick out a shirt and then there's different logos and different designs. There's baseball ones, there's softball ones. So you can pick a you can pick an item and then you can pick the design that goes on the item really cool concept and then they're going to make it for you and, and ship it out so anyway we don't really do ads on this uh on, on this show we don't we always bring you content free um and this isn't an ad either because we don't do they're sponsors they are friends they're these are <laughs> <our> friends <laughs> they're our friends and they're doing something that we're really excited about so we're telling you about it so if you see one of us at the ballpark and you go oh my gosh where to get that this is probably the answer. One Campus Co. So onecampusco.com. Check them out. We love what they're doing. All right, Kevin. Let's 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 turn let's turn the corner here and let's let's take a look at the week ahead. And before we do that, we need to bring in a subject matter expert. So let's bring in Coach Woody. Uh, hello, Coach. How's it going? What's going? What's happening? What's up, guys? How are y'all? 
man, we're doing all right. We appreciate you making some time for us. I know our schedule is is kind of out of whack this week between um, you being a big radio star on uh, on Monday and us playing when on Wednesday. Um, and I know your game prep is in full swing. So we really, really appreciate you taking some time to talk to us. Yeah, absolutely. No, I look forward to talking Charlotte baseball every week. And um, it's good to see you guys. All right. So with the time we've got here, Woody, let's let's jump into a few things and then we're just going to we're going to talk about what fans can expect to see uh, this weekend at Hayes. Um, we've got some emerging stories here, uh, and one of them is the the tear that Cam Fisher is on, because I think Cam Fisher now I'm exaggerating a little bit, uh, but he went from no home runs to seven um, almost overnight. <laughs> Yeah, I mean he's capable of doing that. You know, he's a he's a game changing player, and um, you know it's uh, you know I think sometimes because he was so good last year, you know I think people take it for granted what he's capable of doing. But um, certainly as a coach, like we don't, and um, you know I think Cam's the type of player when other guys see him go, like they go. So certainly good to see. Yeah, and he's doing some some versatile things for you in the outfield right now. The last several games, he's he's been hanging out in center field, uh, which I know is something new for him. But speaking of center field, uh, I know we were all, maybe not as much as you, but we were all so encouraged to see Jake Cunningham get back in the lineup. He's not playing the field yet, but Jake's putting, Jake's getting some ABs and even got his first home run of the weekend – or, the, sorry, of the year this past weekend. Yeah, definitely. I mean – you know, Jake is, uh, he's one of the best prospects in the country and he's as good of a person, if not better as he is player. And, um, you know, it's just great seeing him, great seeing him back in there. And you can, you can see it with every game with it, that, you know, he's kind of knocking some of that, um, you know, some of that injury off and, and, and getting further past that rehab process with every, every every day every game every at bat and um you know i thought he i thought he did a sensational job in the batter's box and he's given us everything he can on the ba- on the bases and um he's working you know I, that's the kind of thing too like most people you know you can't see all of the hard work that jake puts in i mean he's doing you know with working with donna our you know our athletic trainer and coach mckibben our director of performance he's I mean he's doing you know modified individualized lifting and speed work and agility work and you know work to improve his stamina just you know increase his work his workload capacity and those types of things so um you know really pleased with the progress we're making and I know he's as you know I know he's chomping at the bit to get back out there and and be in the outfield but he'll be out there when you know, when he's ready and we're, we're ready and, um, you know, like you said, we've got other guys that are, you know, they're filling in and, and um, helping, helping us out there in the outfield. You bring up Donna Nemo and she is such a, we, we've talked about her so many times on the show over the, the last few seasons. She's such a, an important part. Um, she's apparently been doing, um, working some of her magic on Austin Knight as well. Cause I know Austin had, uh, had tweaked the hamstring a little bit, but uh, his mobility looks to uh, looks to be, uh, if not back to normal, getting close. Yeah, he's still he's still limited a little bit. You know, he's 
you know, he's, he's like, he's done in the past. Like he's always going to, you know, grit through it and tough it out and, and give us everything he's got. Um, you know, it's kind of our job as coaches, like, Hey, we need you to like be a hundred percent in the box. He's about 75, 80% on the bases and be a hundred percent on the defensive side of the ball. And, you know, if he does that, cause that's kind of where, like when he cuts it, when he, you know, he's, when he cuts it loose and it's hard not to, when you're, you know, when you're playing, but you know, it's when it's, when he cuts it loose down the line, like that's when he kind of gets set back a little bit. So I'm um, just trying to be, just trying to, you know, again, continue to progress and he's in the training room every day and, and um, you know, he's given us everything he's got. And to your point, I mean, I, they look like noticeably better between, um, between Sunday and Blacksburg and, and Wednesday, um, you know, and, thank, and credit to Donna. Like, she just does such an amazing job with our guys. So, yeah, hopefully, you know, come tomorrow, he should be even better. And, you know, with the work he's putting in, that should be the case moving forward. Yeah, and, and one thing one thing you can you can guarantee, and we've – look, you were, you were worried about your lighting, Woody. Look at Kevin. He's turned the lights off in his room. He's <laughs> – Kevin's doing this show in the dark. Am I black? <laughs> Am I out? Yeah, you're out. Oh. <laughs> Lights went out at your place. But what, what, while while Kevin gets that worked out, the comment I'll make the the final comment I'll make about Austin, uh, Coach, is um, I mean, talk about tough as nails. Uh, if if he's not on the field, it probably means he just absolutely cannot be on the field. Um, yeah, he's, yeah. He's got to do is going to be dragged off the field. Yeah, I mean, he's – yeah, and or, like, you know, it's kind of our job as – part of our job as coaches is to, you know, put these guys in a position of success. And, and, you know, if – you know, whether that's the short term or the long term, and sometimes, you know, sometimes the long term is more important. And, um, you know, we try to temper that as best we can as coaches. And, um, you know, we all want to see an, a healthy Austin night. So, um, you know, we're going to – He'll be out there as, as much as he can because he's he's a gamer and a warrior. But um, to your point, yeah, like some you know, we've got a long ways to go in this, in this very young season, and um, you know we want to do everything we possibly can for you know the next forty three games to you know of the regular season to um, you know for him to for him to feel as good as possibly can. So we'll continue to monitor that. <laughs> now kevin kevin got his i love technology there he is kevin got his work out now woody's back kevin while while we're all on screen why don't you why don't you lead us into this weekend yeah. series? let's let's talk about odu so one of our uh i think the team we played the most in our program history uh, i think it's 93 meetings we've had between the two programs over the years shared conference before they are no longer in our conference. They're in the Sun Belt now, but um, played them 12 times in the past two seasons. So very familiar foe. Um, Coach, what can you tell us about uh, ODU? They've got some new names just like we do, but similar style, um, and we're very familiar with them, right? Yeah, I mean, they're going to have – they've just got a really – they've got a really good team. You know, they've um, they've got some returners back, and – you know, Lavari and, and company in the lineup that are that are really good and um we've got some new faces like you said that are that have put up some 
some really impressive numbers. And um, on the mound, they've got Blake Morgan, who was Conference USA Freshman of the Year, and Sean Armstrong going on Saturday, who uh, I think we saw twice last year, and um, I think on Sunday at their place, and then uh, our last game of our of uh, the conference tournament last year. And so, um, you know, they're really well coached, Coach Finwood and uh, Coach Marin, their pitching coach. You know, they're they're just extremely well coached and hard-nosed and tough. I mean, honestly, the last, I would say like the last two years, 21 and 22, usually when, when we play each other, it feels like we kind of play a mirror image of ourselves in a sense, just, um, you know, very physical, very, uh, you know, gritty, high motor, high, high motor clubs that, you know, have got good stuff on the mound that kind of come right at you can strike you out, don't walk a whole lot of guys, um, can go for the long ball, deep counts, deep at bats. I mean, it's, you know, we, uh, I mean, I think we've played them 12 times in the last two years. So we played eight times in 21 and then we played four times last year. So this will be our 13th, 14th and 15th time playing one another. And so it really does, it really does. It feels like, it feels like kind of a mirror image of ourselves in a sense. And I mean that um, with the utmost respect to, to the ODU program, because they're they're very good. All right, they're coming in. Uh, they lost their home opener, um, but they're currently on on a 12-game win streak. You mentioned the 12 games that we played against them. Uh, looking at the game notes here, Austin Knight, Will Butcher, and, and um, Jack Dragon have all played in all 12 of those games. Uh, Austin Knight's got 20, 20 hits against in those 12 games. And uh, Butchers drove in 10. So uh, a lot of familiarity between between the programs. Um, uh, a lot of offense seems to be the case in most of the games that, that are that are going on, whether it be at ODU or, or at the Hayes. So um, looking forward to an even series. I think it's 6-6 six to six in the last 12. So um, right down the middle. You, you couldn't ask for any more. Yeah, as I even said, program. I mean, it really, yeah, it really does. I mean, it feels like – it feels like, you know, and, you know, both coaches, both coaching staffs are, you know, work very hard and, you know, kind of how we train guys in various elements and, um, you know, just kind of when the game starts, let the guys play. And um, so they, you know, they'll put on action when they, they do a great job of kind of putting on some action when they need to. But, you know, for the most part, their guys get in there and, and, looking to do some damage every at bat and that's pretty similar to kind of how we go about it and um you know it should be you know it's a great opportunity for us like you said they're coming in they're coming in hot and um you know we're starting to get healthier and um so it should be a really good series yeah so the uh the, the weekend schedule uh got that we scrolling at the bottom for you um it is uh, tomorrow, Friday night, or by the time you hear this today, tonight, Friday, March 10th, 6 p.m. at the Hayes. That is a change. Uh, folks uh, should make note of that. Uh, this is time change weekend, and every year when we get to time change weekend, the 4 o'clock games go away, and they're replaced by 6 o'clock games. So um, if you show up at 4 o'clock at the Hayes tomorrow, um, I guess you can watch VP or something. But yeah. <laughs> We'll be out there hitting. 
<laughs> the game the game will not be starting until six. Um, Saturday is a two o'clock start. We do have a throwback T-shirt giveaway for the first 100 fans. Is the promotion listed? Um, haven't seen an image of that, but that's what they've got listed is throwback T-shirt giveaway. So if you want a throwback T-shirt, come out on Saturday. Uh, the tailgate lot will be opening opening at nine uh, due to the one o'clock softball game. Um, so there should be some softball tailgaters out. We're of course going to be out there. So come and join us. Just got a message that the, uh, that the Kramer family is making their way out. Uh, I think this this is the first time I think they've, I know they were out for the app state series, uh, last year because they brought the cold weather with them from, from Iowa. Um, I'm not sure if they made. I don't think they made it back last year, but the Kramer family is in this weekend. So. Uh, and they'll definitely be they know how to tailgate so they'll definitely be out there with us so um come out on saturday for a fun day of of uh hey, taking a double header maybe softball and then baseball softball at one baseball at two um sunday uh the one o'clock game it's family day post games kids run the bases and uh trading pack trading card pack three is being given away on sunday so you've got a weekend full of Baseball and softball and tailgating and promotional giveaways all on Phillips Road on campus at the Hayes and even the Sioux. So big stuff going on. The weather looks like it's going to be okay, Coach. Tomorrow looks like there might be a little rain in the morning, but it's supposed to move out. And then um, Saturday and Sunday is supposed to be pretty good looking. So Yeah, we're, keeping an, eye on, we're keeping an eye on – yeah, you hit, you hit on, on the head as far as what we're seeing too. I think Sunday – I think Sunday some stuff might roll in, so we're keeping an eye on it. Um, Want to make sure we can, you know, if we start at one, um, that we can get a full game in, type of thing. So um, there's a there's a small possibility of an earlier start on Sunday, but right now, as you said, everything's on schedule for six, two, and one. Okay, um, we're we're running out of time here for this week, but um, one thing you're uniquely you have a unique perspective on that wanted to ask you about. Um, okay. Well, you spent. I'm just kidding. I I spent the weekend in Blacksburg. You spent what? How many years did you spend in Blacksburg? Three. Three years. Friday's game, the weather for that game, where does that rank in terms of like most miserable baseball conditions you've ever experienced in Blacksburg? Where's, is that even in the top 10? No. (sighs) I'm not just like, that's not even. Maybe top twenty. Mm. That's not for me, bub. <laughs> Learned. That's not for me. <laughs> you know, it didn't necessarily pay off for us this past weekend, but uh, I learned. I learned a lot about from my time in Blacksburg, and always be very appreciative and, and thankful for it. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a different place, you know. It's 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 the elements are real and. Um, you know, it's just kind of one of those things like you, you embrace it when you go there, like those guys have, you know, that coaching staff and those players and support staffs. Cause I've, you know, I know, I know them relatively well. Um, you just kind of, you just have to embrace it. And if it's not your thing, like don't go there. <laughs> Cause <laughs> it's like, that's how it is. <laughs> yeah. That was by, by the time we got out of there Friday. I mean, I, I just, I had to go somewhere and just thaw out. It was, I mean, the, 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 the mist, it started as mist and just ended up as rain. It was. Well, the, the, uh, word got back to me from, um, from Arizona 
you know, at our softball program was out there and I think word got back to me that uh, Nate Furman, Spencer Geesting, Quentin Martinez all made appearances at the I think the Arizona State victory, mm-hmm. which was which was awesome, you know, for for the girls in the program and um, I think but I think our guys went down there on the field and like took photos after the game and that sort of thing. And word got back to me that um, I guess firm made a comment to, uh, to the staff along the lines of that. They saw me wearing my black, my black CLT (laughs) coat and said that that's the first time he's ever seen me wear it. Um, You know, I guess and just said something along the lines of, I'm not going to try to mimic his Philadelphia accent, but uh, (laughs) said something along the lines of, you know, that must be really, really, you know, cold for, for, I think he called me 20 for 20 to be wearing, uh, the black, the black puffy coat. So, uh, yeah, which is true. I don't, I don't wear that thing very often, but, um, obviously, you know, for, for those elements and that situation, it's like, you know, we actually talked about it as a coaching staff that, um, you know, they've done studies that being being very cold can affect decision making um, much as much as some much as people who have, you know, are lacking sleep. So it's mm-hmm. like the um, you can make the same type of bad decisions when you're really cold that you do when you're lacking sleep. So, um, you know, that was actually that's actually what went into wearing it. But uh, I thought it was hilarious to firm. And the guys noticed that I was, <laughs> I was rocking the, the black puffy coat for maybe the first time in a game. Yeah, I think, well, I think, I think Coach Big said it was the first time he'd seen me wear it. So, well, we <laughs> we noticed you started you started out with the jersey and just a hoodie, and then later in the game they they showed you on TV and you were uh, you had the, the coat on going. So, yeah, yeah, na- na- nasty bit of business on Friday with that weather. But all right, Coach, we got to get out of here. Um, that's that's all for us this week. Uh, appreciate everybody working and understanding about the schedule and making this happen. So uh, weren't able to do live this week, but we got you a podcast in and got your Niner baseball talk fix here with Diamond Niners Weekly. Uh, look for this podcast wherever you find your podcast. Um, check us out on YouTube. Uh, make sure to click subscribe and turn on your notifications so you can be notified of new content. You also find Diamond Niner Report on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, never TikTok. Reach out anytime you'd like. We love hearing from you. If you're old-fashioned like us, just say hello at the ballpark. For Kevin. Producer Brad, Coach Woody, this is Nick. We're going to see you guys at the Hayes. Go Niners. (laughs) 